This Known Leader podcast is presented to you by your friends at Lifeway Student Ministry. We want to help you lead students to know God, own their faith, and make their faith known. You can find other incredible student ministry resources as well as huge camp information at www.lifeway.com forward slash students. Welcome to another episode of our Known Leader Podcast. I'm your host, Rick Prawl. This is session two of our Savior and King unit. Uh, Last week, we looked at the question, why did Jesus come into the world? And we're going to follow that up this week with why did Jesus do miracles? Again, we're into four sessions, four weeks of looking at, you know, what did Jesus do while he was here and and helping students understand Jesus from that kind of perspective. Uh, I've got Jimmy Hester here in the studio with me. Jimmy, how are you today? Doing great. Good. Jimmy is our director here at Student Ministry Publishing. Uh, Great to have him here with us, uh, helping us explain and understand these scripture passages. Jimmy, as we get into this one, why did Jesus do miracles? You know, we look at biblical miracles, and one of the questions that that people often ask is, why don't we see these kind of things today? How would you how would you answer a student to ask that right on the front end of this session? Well, I I wonder sometimes if we don't see them today, mm-hmm. and we don't recognize them because nothing surprises us in our world <laughs> That's anymore. Right, yeah. That's right. <laughs> you know, there's all kind of things that happen today that we may try to attribute to other things besides them being a miracle. Right, yeah. And so I, I, I don't know necessarily that we don't have miracles today. I think we do. That's right. I mean, I see it in the lives of people, and we're going to talk about even some of the kinds of miracles that Jesus performed. That's right. And I think some of those same type of miracles happen today. We're just not um, sensitive enough to the spiritual dimension of those miracles yeah. to call attention to it. That's exactly right. Yeah, I think a lot of times we walk around thinking, you know, where are the, the hordes of frogs and flies? And, I mean, do we really want to see that? <laughs> yeah, um, you know, that's right. What, what other kind of things is God doing in our lives? Well, let's look at, at these life principles. Uh, leaders, we're in four different Scripture passages this week, uh, and they're out of the books of Luke and John, and we'll walk through those. But, uh, again, the question, why did Jesus do miracles? The first life principle we're looking at this week is that he did those to minister to people. And we're looking at Luke chapter 7, verses 11 through 14. Yeah, Jimmy, what do you see in that passage that helps us understand that life principle? Well, before we jump into that passage, let's let's talk a little bit more about miracles. Okay. Um, I think one of the things that we need to do is maybe define that. And a miracle typically is something that miraculously happens. Obviously, sure. that comes off the same word. Uh, but in, in the case of the miracles in the Bible that Jesus performed, some folks classify, and if you if you take it from a very high level, you can kind of classify them into two categories. One, that were miracles that were performed that affected people, right. like this miracle we're getting ready to talk about. And then there are other miracles that Jesus performed that really controlled nature. Right. That had some, and we're going to look at one of those, too, in this lesson. So those two kind of things. But there's a common characteristic to every miracle that Jesus did, and that common characteristic was that he delivered benefits, but he never received anything from it. Right. He never received any payment. It was always just him giving right. through those miracles. And I think those are things we need to remember as we look well, at sure. this. Now, this miracle here in, uh, in, in Luke 7 is the miracle of him raising a, a young man uh, from the dead. 
he was traveling. He approached this village of Nain, and he saw this woman in this processional go by with her son in the in the the coffin. And he stopped. And the key part of this to me is he had compassion on right. them. Right. You see, he performed the miracle out of his compassion for them, not just something to show or something to do, but he performed the miracle to show his compassion, his love for these people. And I, I think that's an important thing because it says to us that he identified with what the other person was going through. And that's an important characteristic for us to know about Jesus. He identifies with us, and he identifies with the things that we go through. And in, in performing this miracle for this woman, he was doing that very thing. That's right. Well, and one of the questions in our leader guide this week is, is how does Jesus use us then to minister to others? Uh, we have that opportunity to, to model that same kind of compassion and ministry to others as we have opportunity to minister to them today. Well, Jimmy, we're going to move from there into the second life principle, which is to show his authority in Luke chapter 8, verses 22 through 25. Uh, what do you see there in those verses? Well, in these verses, this is when Jesus does a miracle that controlled nature. He was on a boat with the disciples. He was asleep. The winds came up. The waves got high. And uh, they woke him up afraid, which I would have been too. <laughs> yeah, <that's> and, right. <laughs> and, uh and he rebuked the winds and the waves. And so he performed a miracle that really amazed them. Uh, the, the last part of that passage expresses the, how they were amazed and what, who is this person? Right. You know, they, so it, what, it, what it really demonstrated, though, in this, what Jesus demonstrated in this miracle was his authority, was his control right. over. And, and when we think about someone with authority, they do have control, but they also have responsibility. And so he was identifying with the control and responsibility in his authority over the wind and the waves. And so it was a way for them to see that in Jesus. Again, as you said earlier, I think as we see this example in Scripture, we can see those kind of things in, in, our, in the natural world also right. uh, yeah. about the authority that God has over creation and over us. Well, and again, I, I really like your, the way that you led into all these miracles of you know, Jesus' control over uh, people in those situations and control over nature and, and all of that for the glory of God, directing attention to God. You know, this this particular scene is very powerful in the Jesus film. I had the opportunity to show that in Peru this last year. And, and when we got to that scene that everybody would stop talking and just pay attention because of the incredible power that Jesus demonstrated over nature. So yeah. it's a very powerful scene here uh, that it really Jesus is. is using. We'll move from there into the third life principle. Again, this whole whole question, why did Jesus do miracles? To minister to people, to show his authority, and then in this one, to show that he was the Messiah. John chapter 10, verses 24 through 25. What do you see there, and how does this add to what we've already talked about? Well, now we're, now we're to the point where Jesus is explaining in his, in his words why do miracles. Right. Why perform works as opposed to just preaching or just saying who he is. Right. And in this, in the context of this, he is he is answering a question because the the they wanted to know. Okay, we're we've heard enough about you. Tell us exactly why are you why are you the Messiah? What does that mean? And so he comes back to tell them uh, to talk about that and explain that he's the Messiah. But the interesting thing to me about it is, and we're going to see this even in the other passage we're going to look at in a minute. But the thing he says here is that you you can either believe what I say. But better yet, 
believe what I do. Right. Believe in me because of what I do. And that's why the miracles are so important because he's, he's demonstrating through the miracles what he's supposed to do. For Jesus, the miracles were as much a vehicle for his message as were his words. No, definitely. Yeah. And so that's, that's exactly what he's explaining here when he's trying to help them understand that he's the Messiah. That's right. And many of those, you know, again, back up things that were prophesied in Scripture. And, and leaders, I just want to point out, in your student book, in this particular section, we've got just, and we mentioned in the leader guide, it's a partial list. This is certainly not an exhaustive list of messianic prophecies and the biblical fulfillments. And you might want to find some opportunity to use that to help add to this particular life principle as you're moving through your material. Then we'll wrap up the session with the very last life principle. Why did Jesus do miracles? To prove his divinity. John chapter 14, verses 10 and 11. What do you see there that helps us get to this, this point of divinity? Well, he, he comes back again and speaks about, about this idea of him uh, of believing what I do as much as what I say. Right. And, but the context here is to help us to contrast between Jesus' humanity and his divinity. And so he's trying to help them understand what it was his relationship to the Father. And I think you really need to back up a little bit in this passage right. because Philip said, show us the Father, and that's enough for us. Okay, what does that mean then? What what was it that was going to have to be shown to Philip for it to be enough? Right. I think that's a question we can ask our students. What is it that we would have to, quote, see or experience with Jesus for it to be enough for us to believe? Hmm. That's a good question. And so I, I think that's, a, that's an important thing. And then we can get into what Jesus says here, that you have – uh, you've seen me that I'm revealing the Father to you through who I am to help them understand exactly what was Jesus' role here. His divine role was to demonstrate to those who were listening and who were watching exactly who he is in relationship to his Father. That's right. And that can help us then in our relationship with the Father uh, as we understand Jesus' relationship to the Father. So I think those are important things to help our students under, begin to understand. And some of that won't be something you can do on a Sunday morning right. or in one session. It's going to be something that will have to happen over time, and your relationship with the student is to help them grow in their understanding of that. That's right. We've got a question here at the end of Wrap It Up, Jimmy, just to kind of come back to something you mentioned at the beginning, I think, of the last podcast. Is Jesus still doing miracles? How would you answer that question for students? I used to have a professor, this has been a long time ago now, but I used to have a professor who asked us that question one day in class, is Jesus still doing miracles? And we all kind of came up with all these, I thought, pretty good answers. <laughs> but his response was at the end of that class was, yes, he is, because I am a child of God. And hmm. he performed a miracle in my That's life right. to bring me to the Father. And I thought, well, okay, all of our answers aren't any good, you know. But, but that's really true. That's, that's right. the greatest miracle to me that Jesus performed. That's right. That I have a relationship with the Father because of what Jesus did. That's right. Well, and we see that you know even set out at the very beginning of of Acts when Jesus beforehand said, you know, when the Holy Spirit comes, you're going to see greater things done than what I've done. And the first thing we see in Acts chapter two is five thousand people are added to the church in one day, and it turns away from it turns from being all about, you know, the spectacular big things that, you know, the frogs and the calming of the storm and all these different things to 
here's 5,000 lives that have been changed in one day. That is a huge, exactly. huge example of what God is doing in our lives. Yes. And leaders, I also want to draw your attention just very quickly. Uh, we've included some material. It's just down in the corner of the bottom of that second-hand page uh, related to the supremacy of Christ. This is some material from a book that Richard Ross has written called The Supremacy of Christ. We encourage you. It's a great resource, great tool if you're looking for something else to add to your reading list. Well, leaders, as we wrap up this session, I want to, again, just remind you our question this week, why did Jesus do miracles? Looked at four life principles, to minister to people, to show his authority, to show he was the Messiah, and to prove his divinity. The point this week is that Jesus revealed who he was by his great works. I want to encourage you to join us again next week as we get into the question, again, another opportunity to share Christ with your students, the question, why do I need to know Jesus? So pick us up next week.